Let us begin. I think this Take is it fine. away, Janifa. Hey guys, welcome back to Yeah, No, I Know. I'm Jenna. I'm Kristen. And we're going to be doing today. We're, I think we're doing a little bit of a rapid fire with very thoughtful feedback, relationship or relationship. So before we gonna, get started, though, I was going to, I wanted to save it for on here so everybody could know how you're doing. But Jenna has started a cleanse where you were doing like, what, five cups of caffeine a day or five drinks of caffeine a day? Yeah, I was being very, very bad. I was definitely like ignoring my body, telling it to shut up. And, um, you know, just with like being a mom, being a wife, being opening the salon, having my other salon, having my hair extension line, doing the podcast, doing the YouTube, having friends, having, you know, family, all that. You don't have friends. Don't don't lie. I have two. I'm just I kidding. Two. I joke. I She's joke. She's not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We neither of us have friends, really. You guys okay. are our friends. Yeah, we have um, each other, and we have you. We're busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so you cut out the caffeine, and how's it? And you, yeah, you're starting a new diet regimen too, right? Yeah. So I did that bioenergetic um, testing. I think we talked about on our health and habits yeah. one or whatever. And um, so cut out all caffeine. She's got me on this regimen. Um, I took off all my nails. I took out my hair for a day because my migraine was so bad from the lack of caffeine that I wanted to rip my face off, um, which I knew was going to happen. It's not like it's it's like doesn't make it any less. Like, no, it was painful. so bad. So thank God I had faith here because she was like literally doing everything that I needed to do because um, oh, I could not function. But um, yeah, so I'm I'm on it right now. I think I'm on day. I started on Sunday and today's a Wednesday. So um so you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah, like I'm feeling better. I definitely feel fatigued, like, because yeah. the caffeine, obviously. Um, like, I have to sit down more often and, like, ugh. But other it'll than that. your system and it'll, like, level out. Absolutely. You like, just need those vitamins probably pretty quickly. Yeah, so I'm still waiting on my supplements that they um, they tested me. So what they do is they, like, take your hair because I know you were interested too. So yeah. I know they take your hair, your nails, and your, and then they have you do urine tests and they test your samples against like thousands of different remedies, like supplements and things like that. And then they narrow it down to like 20. And then a technician goes over your information and the stuff that came back from the, the testing and takes out of those 20, um, the few that work the well the best together to balance everything out and then remedies they, for what exactly whatever it is that's going on in your system so they check you for like your digestive system your stress levels like i mean i could go through all the lists of it but i could put the link down below yeah i want to <clears> check <throat> that out yeah and so then they just kind of find what works and what's going to balance out your system specifically for you instead of just going to the you know, like um, Whole Foods or something and guessing what vitamins you think you need. That can be a problem too, like overloading yeah. yourself with vitamins that like you, your body doesn't need. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could do the opposite. Right. Um, except for like, I think it's like vitamin C. You can't take too much. Your body will just yeah. flush it out. Yeah. yeah. But other things you can definitely take too much of. So it makes me more motivated to continue with it and to do all that knowing that like this regimen is like, ex like just for me. But yeah, that's cool. We made a mistake in Skylar. So Skylar cooks and I um, buy it, <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> and she went to the website and she like downloaded like some recipes. And I was posting that my daughter made a cheesecake. And the lady messaged me on Instagram was like, 
why are you eating cheesecake? I'm like, wait, what do you mean? She's like, you're not supposed to be doing that yet. So we accidentally like skipped up section. And <laughs> so technically oh, no. we had a little bit of a cheat day, but I only had like a bite of it. Um, cause yeah. I, don't, I don't do well with cheese anyway. So what does the diet look like? <clears throat> like what's, what's a meal look like or like a day or. So I haven't like gotten too, too into it yet. I've been really, really just basic, like chicken, um, like a, like salads with like cucumbers and yeah but like the um I can tell you that everything that's on the list whether it's meat fruits or vegetables are all anti-inflammatory fruits meats or vegetables or um seeds or things like that um so it's basically to get inflammation out of your system because inflammation is basically the like nemesis of everything that can go wrong in your body like um like cancer feeds off inflammation and like yeah. just so many different things can go wrong with your body from inflammation so that's like the first step is to clear your body of all inflammation i'm totally interested in doing that it is quite pricey though <clears throat> i don't know if yeah i don't know i think it's like what is it like 400 for the the full like di diagnostic and then i think the the food part of it the diet part of it there's still it's still like baiting it's still testing like they, they've done it multiple times but like I'm part of this like beta thing that they're doing and we take these drops that kind of help like flush and deep the detoxing more um uh -huh. so I have a really like not great drainage in my body from like an MTHFR genetic mutation but your lymphatic system doesn't like move on its own anyway mm -hmm. so it's good to like have things like massage and acupuncture and foods and things like that that help like drain your lymphatic system so hmm. okay yeah. but again i i don't know exactly how much that's just yeah. word of mouth um but they don't have an exact price yet so but they do well, have the us... testing and they will do the um the testing for the remedies and give you your own remedy like solutions you could do I a just... lot with that oh yeah, and maybe just even look up anti-inflammation um, foods and then just stick to those for right now. I think that alone would do wonders. Yeah, so I'm interested to do that because I'm still trying to drop some LBs and like kind of get healthier and like get my body back to like a, a place where I'm like feeling really good too because I'm exhausted yeah. all the time right now. I mean, obviously I have a four month old, four and a half month right. old, so I'm tired, but yeah. I would well, like they, to support my body. <laughs> a thousand percent, it could be hormones and they do test like the hormonal imbalances too. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, love that. Cool. Well, keep us posted. I want to know yes. how that's going. We're supposed to do the coffee butthole cleanse thing to colonic, so we'll have to do an yeah. episode like all coffee about that. I'll yeah, have, like I want to try that. Yeah, like crazy like health hacks. <laughs> yeah, I want to try it out. Mm -hmm. Let's see, so let's get right into it. We've got okay. some relationship or relationship. Yes. And you've got some on here. And if you guys haven't heard this little segment that we do, basically you can send in um, a question about any sort of relationship in your life. It doesn't have to be like a romantic a romantic one, but um, we can give you uh, solicited advice and our opinions and we're not professionals or anything, but we've been around the block. We yeah. have some experience and sometimes you just need someone else to like bounce ideas off of or to make you feel like you're not crazy if you yeah. have a gaslighter in your life. Yep. Well, and sometimes your friends can be enablers. Mm -hmm. Like they can be like, oh no girl, like you're in the right when actually you're not like maybe you're wrong <laughs> and we'll or the opposite you know. <laughs> where they're like you know you shouldn't give them another chance at all and maybe you should yeah so, so. sometimes it's good to get an outside opinion um, we also have employees and have had employees of our businesses so if there's a relationship question there 
yep. too yep. in the workplace. I feel like we could probably help help with that and give some insight. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Um, don't hire friends. <laughs> oh, dude, I know. Other than faith. Other than faith. <laughs> Other than faith. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, okay, well, we'll just start with this one because it's the first one I clicked on. But there's there's a lot in here, so I think that's why we're kind of going to do a few in one, so we don't leave people out. Okay. Feel bad. <laughs> so this one says, my ex gave me an STD and lied to me about it. And when I found out, he gaslighted me into thinking I'd somehow gotten it from a toilet seat. And I'd had it for months. He blocked, he's blocked on everything, but his friends told me he's not getting tested and I want to call his mom about it. Also, he gave me the STD because he cheated and didn't know you could get STDs orally. Did I fucking write this? Because that exact thing has happened to me. Did you write it? No, okay. but it feels like I did. <laughs> um, no, I know you didn't because I can see who this is and it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> I fake profiles. I only write questions because um, I need advice. <laughs> but yeah, that um, sucks. So what's the question? <sighs> that is, that um, kind of sounds like she doesn't really know what to do. She I think she says to- she wants to call his mom, but I'm not sure what that's going to accomplish. I think it depends on the relationship he has with his mother and the relationship you have with his mother. Yeah, like so, how long were they together? And this, Yeah, this exact thing has happened to me before. I was in my early 20s, and one of my ex-boyfriends, um, who was an abusive, lying asshole, um, gave me chlamydia. And I had not had sex with anyone else so tried to tell me that because I got these results when I was like at work and I was like freaking out and he like wasn't answering his phone and they answered me and then he finally picked up and then he was like defensive towards me and tried to gaslight me and make me feel like I was the I had gotten it so from someone else. Um, so and the interesting part was he wasn't even interested in going to like get it taken care of. And I'm like, um, you just take a pill and it like gets rid of it. Thank God that's all I got from him. So, I mean, I don't know what kind of STD you got, but we all know that there are STDs out there that you cannot get rid of. So, I'm sorry for that in itself. That's terrible. You should, you know, when you trust someone, you shouldn't have to, like, worry about those things. And it's sad that, like, there's some people that are just so reckless with your health that they don't give a fuck. Um, So, assuming that you have a good relationship with his mom and you guys talk and you guys have been together for a while and you want to work this out with this guy – uh, maybe that is a conversation and a little intervention conversation you have. I mean, I guess I would consider it if I wanted to stay with this person. But the bottom line is, um, unless he's going to like cop to it and like admit it and like apologize and like own it, which is really the more manly thing to do. And maybe you can share that with him. Like it would just be really nice if we could have like a genuine, like, respectful conversation with one another like I don't feel like you respect me or my body at this point because I know that this is you know I got it from you um and also if he's cheating on you do you really want to stay with him I guess that's another question there too well she says right here um he's blocked on everything so I think that they're not talking anymore and she blocked him and like she's done with him got it so there's no point in talking to his mom yeah I mean the only reason to talk to his mom would be so that he doesn't go and like give it to more women what's that gonna what is his mom gonna say that's why i said i'm not sure yeah that's why i said like i i don't know if there's anything she can do at this point um there needs to be a yelp for dating like we've talked about before so there's facebook 
apps for, or not apps, groups where you can do that. I guess the only positive I could see talking to his mom is if you wanted to let her know your side of things and why you're not in his life anymore, that would yeah, be like something. Yeah, like if they had a good relationship with his mom. Because yeah. if you're thinking of calling his mom, then I'm assuming that you guys had a good relationship, so... Unless it's just know. a tattle, then don't. But, like, yeah. if you're just calling to say, like, hey, like, this is why we're not together anymore. This is what happened. Um, I'm not sure what side of the story you got, but now I have this STD that I have to deal with, possibly live with my entire life, and I'm just really disappointed. And if, like, it comes up at some point, like, maybe you can talk some sense into this guy so it doesn't happen to someone else. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that that's a real shame. But um, I would say relation shit and fuck that guy. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. Douchebag. For sure. Um, hopefully that helped. Um, yeah. Let's see. Got dumped by my ex. Then I texted his best friend on a whim. And we had one great night and agreed to never talk about it again. But I want to talk about it. <laughs> to who? Why? We got dumped by... Okay. Got dumped by my ex. Then I texted his best friend. So I'm, like, curious, like, did you, like, were you, like, like, digging his best friend before you guys broke Obviously. up? Obviously. And then, okay, so they agreed never to talk about it again. I think, like, her and the best friend. Why? But she wants to talk about it, which means she wants to probably Pursue a, a relationship. relationship. Um, so talk to him. Yeah. I mean... There are so many circumstantial details I would need to like give my opinion, but just assuming that you and your ex are on good terms and you're trying not to ruffle any feathers and that's why you don't want to talk about it, I think there needs to be a certain amount of time in between the breakup and like you announcing that you're now with his friend. Um, but like if you had one great night and there's a, like a real genuine connection, I don't see the reason in like cutting that off and not seeing what could have been or what could be with someone that could potentially be your person if it's just simply to save face with your ex. Like, we yeah. all need to be adults and realize that, like, hey, you're not it, but maybe this person is. So I think there's a respectful way to do it. Um, and it'd be really nice if your ex didn't hear it from other people first. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think if you are crushing on this guy that you've just hooked up with and you can't stop thinking about him, then you need to just talk to him because that will either confirm or – I if he's into you as well and then you can move on or you can move on with him so didn't that happen with you one of your um exes uh started dating one of your friends and they're now they're married oh yeah yeah, yeah. forgot about that yeah and I adore her like absolutely love her yeah so I think there's room for yeah. mature maturity yeah. she's my son's stepmother yeah when I yeah. heard that story I was like that is so yeah she's weird. the best Best, best. So it can work out. Yeah, it can all work out. I think it's just about how you approach it and how you handle it. I think texting him right after you broke up was probably not the best. A little vindictive. Um, not the best idea, but I totally understand. I've been guilty some, of it. Yeah. I, <laughs> actually, I've never done that, but um, I, I totally understand some, like, rebound stuff. But, like, yeah. maybe it could have been someone else. That's a little um, – but you guys don't have to talk about that night with your ex necessarily. Like, that doesn't necessarily need to be his his – in his information bank <laughs> like you could just see where you guys want to go with it and then take it slowly but I don't know I would give it a few months before you like discuss that with the ex but definitely discuss it with the guy and yeah. see where you're both at see if it's even worth talking yeah 
to the to the boyfriend the yeah was it just a hookup like yeah. does he not want anything more like is it just sex because if it's just sex just keep doing it and just don't tell anybody <laughs> but if you want to pursue a relationship then i would say talk about it see how you guys want to go about it and have that conversation with your ex before someone else does no matter how he's going to take it like how he's going to react is up to him you can't control that but at least you did what you should do to be like an upstanding person and like handle it with dignity you know that's how I feel yeah I think I think that's good okay how do I get my boyfriend to propose it's been almost eight fucking years asshole (laughs) (laughs) so there is some resentment that has grown which is probably showing in other areas of your relationship and like maybe possibly like snipe little comments. This kind of goes back to, we did um, an episode about, uh, about ultimatums and I am not really a fan of those. However, I do think sometimes with marriage situations like this, you have to figure out why, why does he not want to get married? Have you had the conversation? Is it because he doesn't believe that a paper needs to like tell, like he doesn't need to wear a ring on his finger to tell everyone? Or is it because he's scared? I'm curious. Has he been married before and divorced and like burned? Like what is the source of him not wanting to get married or him not proposing? Maybe you don't know. Maybe you haven't had that conversation, but I feel like that is like a conversation that everyone should have. I mean, eight years, that's insane. I would not ever stick around that long, but I also would definitely have the conversation where I'd have all the answers that I needed to make a decision one way or the other for me and what I'm comfortable with. Yeah, I think there's like either commitment issues, there's like family history issues, there could be immaturity issues, there could be like Peter Mahan syndrome issues. (laughs) There's so many different variables to this. Um, Counseling is great. Yeah, I think that like, Making sure, like, I think we've always said, like, making sure that you guys are on the same page, right? Like, you need to make sure that, like, what your future looks like, you both are heading in the same direction. And if you're not, it doesn't matter if he proposes. Like, if, like, is is the rest of your relationship great? Like, is everything perfect? Well, no relationship. Nothing's, but, like, is everything else okay? It's just the marriage thing. Because if so, then, like, okay. I don't know. I just feel like that's super. You guys just aren't on the same page and you're not wanting the same things. And do you want kids? Like, yeah, I don't know. I have have had a lot of friends that have been in that situation. Yeah. And it's never ended well. Yeah, you start to build resentment. And obviously by the asshole comment you have, which is totally understandable. And you're totally justified in your feelings. And if that's something that you really, really want and need in your life, like for me it is. Like I realize that I wouldn't want to just – with someone for 10 years eight years however many years I always said like if this doesn't happen like in a certain period of time like there's a conversation that needs to be had and that's true like do, do you both want the same things like where do you both want to be in five years um you know I think it's just getting to the root of like not the problem but like his reasoning like why hasn't he proposed like Nick and I ha- started having those conversations six months into our relationship about like if I would ever want to get married again because I'm I've been divorced and, you know, we had those conversations, like, where would we want to get married? Where would we want to be in five years? Would we want to be married by the time we had a child? Like, so I think you just have to just have that conversation, just have an open conversation about it. And if there's a deeper seated issue with him, like that he's like scared or he's been burned before, then like, I highly suggest counseling. Like I just went to a counseling session literally yesterday with Nick. Like it is a good thing. It's a really great thing. And there's a lot of bad counselors out there too, that I feel like kind of like can scare people. But it's really healthy to be able to, like, have a non-biased third party, like, 
kind of look into your relationship and like figure out deeper issues because I've been able to figure out reasons why I do certain things is say certain things a certain way by like her asking me and prompting me. So I uh, think that you, it needs to be a conversation that you have before you just start really resenting him and it's like hurting your relationship um, in other ways, you know? So um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a stamp of relationship or relationship on this one yet. Honestly, I'm kind of in the middle. I think that the conversation needs to be had about it. What do you think? My gut just tells me that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like maybe it's time to move on. I know that sounds harsh and yeah. very like, but I'm 40 and I don't put up with shit anymore. <laughs> so if it were me and this guy knows that I want to be married and won't, to me, that like is a break breaking of trust. Like if he's telling you like, yeah, we're going to get married. Yeah, I want to marry you. Yeah. Like to me, like that's that's a lie. Has he ever said that though? We don't exactly. know. So that's just my own like of what I'm thinking in my head because we don't know like your whole story. But like if that is the scenario, then I would be like. Yeah, um, if he's like pushing and you off. And there's no kids involved and yeah, yeah it, all those things being a factor. Right. So. I mean, it's been eight years of your life. So I think you really just have to take a hard look at what you're not willing to put up with and what you're not willing to move on with and like and stop putting like make yourself a priority and like make what you want and what's going to make you happy a priority and let that be known to him and see how he receives it. Mm -hmm. And if he's still not interested in budging or whatever, then you have to make a decision. Yeah. Like is not being married a make it or break it? Mm -hmm. Or are you willing to stay in the relationship because you're so happy in other ways and areas that you're okay just being, you know, friends or maybe you guys can decide to just be engaged forever like who knows you just yeah. have to get real with like what's going to make you happy at the end of the day and like let it be known put it all on the table you know in a non-accusatory way do not give an ultimatum ultimatums I mean essentially that is an ultimatum saying this is what I want for my future I want it with you mm -hmm. but if you're not willing to give me what I want to you know make this work in the in the long run then you know, I'm not willing to sacrifice what I want. So at the end of the day, it's kind of an ultimatum, but it's more of like a, this is what I deserve and this is what I'm going for and this is what I'm going to have. So is that with you or not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an ultimatum essentially, but not like, I feel like some ultimatums are just like, you're going to do this or I'm leaving. And that's like, just not okay in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Very I think there's trivial things and those are like not good ultimatums, but when they're like life decisions and things that you want for your life, yeah. if somebody isn't willing or wanting or on the same page as you, then it's okay to put that out there and say, we just don't work then. Like, this is what I want. Are you willing to do that? No. Okay. We don't, we're not going to work. Right. Um, and if you're not married, you don't have kids, yes, eight years is a very long time. I'm sure you have a lot put into it, but like another eight years is going to be even longer. And at the end of the day, if this person loves you and knows you're the one he wants to be with forever, then no matter why he doesn't want to get married, he will figure it out and overcome that and marry you. Yeah. When I was, when we were going to counseling, our counselor would tell us like, who does this argument who does it who does it mean more to it's not on a scale of one to ten if it's a two to you and it's an eight to her or vice versa just bend. just just let things go sometimes like no pick your battles basically yeah, so I was literally just gonna say if that. it's a 10 to you and it's a two to him you know so yeah I think a good conversation needs to be had 
um, so you can kind of figure out where you stand and where to go from here. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, this one's a little bit longer. Last one? Sure. We've got 32 minutes on. Um, hi, ladies. I'm not sure how much this fits in the relationship or relationship. However, thought I'd send my situation and see what you think. So my sister and I have been so close and the best of friends ever since our parents split back 12 years ago or so. We moved to Arizona together, then Florida, then back to our hometown in Minnesota. She was a huge part in helping me raise my son. I had him at 18, got kicked out by my Christian high school. Apparently getting pregnant in Christian school is frowned upon. Oops. <laughs> Oops to me too. <laughs> um, dad wasn't around much. You get the picture. Fast forward to five years ago when my husband and I got married, my sister and I stayed close, but I noticed she started drinking more and I was catching her in weird lies. She eventually stole my husband's pre prescribed Adderall and that's when I knew I had to put some distance between us because she crossed some major boundaries. Fast forward to now. Um, we found out my sister's been a closet alcoholic for the last two years with some dabbing of Coke, Adderall, Xanax, and all that stuff. It's caused some tension in my marriage because I want to be there to emotionally support my sister, but in doing that, I get extremely stressed and anxious, anxiety. I've had some people telling me to cut my sister off until she's better because I'm currently enabling her, but I'm so worried if I do that and she ends up dying or something horrible, I'll never forgive myself. And oh, any advice would be amazing. I know some of you have gone through some unhealthy relationships, so I feel like you might have some words of wisdom. Thank you either way. Love your podcast. Oh, that's sweet. I know you have a lot to say on this, so I'll just be quick with mine. But um, I, I just think that like you shouldn't just cut her off essentially like I think you should be there but just give as much as you can give without overgiving and giving yourself anxiety because at the end of the day you need to put yourself first and your family and I don't mean your family as in your sister I mean your family as in your child and your husband yeah what are your thoughts uh this one's hard I know it is hard it's really hard um I know if you've watched our podcast you know about the whole relationship with my ex-husband how he was an alcoholic druggie like all of that but this actually like touches with me and my best friend, Travis, um, who passed away. And um, we were like best friends, hung out every day. He was like my brother, um, helped me with my kids when I left my husband. Um, and he started to kind of go off the handle. He started to drink again. He would drink. I would find like 12 packs in his car while he was driving and they would be empty. He started um, using drugs again. And after like having to like tell my husband my husband at the time goodbye and leaving him uh to have to do that to my best friend um it was it was really hard yeah it was really hard um and there is a part of me that wishes that I didn't just tell cuz I had just gotten married I had my kids I was starting my family and um I needed to like focus on my, my family. Like we had had our family torn apart by my ex-husband. I had a new husband. Ken was in the picture now. We needed to build that. And he was showing up drunk, belligerent, um, yelling and screaming and like just doing these awful things. And um, I told him like, I like I can't be around you right now. Like you're, you're toxic. You're yelling at me. You, uh, it just, it wasn't good. But um I get your fear because he he did end up passing away. And um, 
that was probably like one of the hardest moments of my life was to to go where his accident happened and to have to go to his grave and 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 see him I, I wanted to see him I know that's weird but like I wanted to go to the casket I wanted to see him it's like I had to make sure he was gone, gone. um so you wish you would have done um, anything I different. do I do um he was married at the time too so he well they were going through a separation so I think mm-hmm. that probably was attributed part to of, some it. of it yeah yeah um but he did – I did see him once before he passed away. He came to my house, and <clears throat> I think this is where my regret kicks in is I was supposed to go and hang out with one of my other friends, um, and I kind of, like, rushed that day so that I could go and meet up with her that, that evening. And he he seemed, like, okay, but he was living in a really shitty situation. The people that he was living with were drug dealers, and he wanted out of it. And in my mind, I was just like, okay, cool. Like, Travis is coming back. Like, you know, like, I'll see him. Like, we'll see him more. Like, maybe this is the beginning of it. And he died a week later. And I'm just like, why didn't I take that time? Why didn't I sit down with him? Why didn't I, you know, he was still using, which I found out later because it was in his autopsy. Um, but, uh, God, I don't know. It's like, there's a point where you do have to cut them off, but I can tell you from the other side, like it's really hard. And I don't know if there's anything I could have done um, because he had a wife, he had a child. And if that couldn't change him, I don't know if I could have. Mm-hmm. Um, it just would have eased my guilt. So I would say that don't enable, like don't give money, don't give food, don't give those things, but give resources, give support, give kind words, give an ear to listen to. But when it becomes toxic, you can cut it off at that point. But um, just, I would say, stay away from, from, you can give them food, but like minimally because they'll keep coming back. You know, it's like that stray cat, you know, they'll come to where they know they're going to get it and they'll get, they'll get money somewhere else. They'll get drugs somewhere else. Like they'll find where they can get what they need. So I think just being a safe place for words and comfort and um, strength and encouragement and love is probably the best place to be with that one. Yeah. Yeah. And ha- maybe have a conversation with your significant other too, to kind of yeah. like express like everything, like how it's making you feel, what your fears are and get some comfort from them. Um, and let them know that you need that from yeah. them and kind of have a conversation with them about what they're comfortable with. Obviously, you know, you don't want a lot of that around your child, but right you know, it's, it's probably hard. You feel like you owe it to your sister because she's been there for you. You guys have been best friends. She helped you with your child. And, um, you know, you feel like it's your responsibility to help, but like at the end of the day, if somebody doesn't want to be helped, they're not going to be helped. So that's why I think what Jenna said is spot on, like give resources, give support, give kind words to, to an extent, give your time and your love, but don't do it to the point where you're just like, so stressed out and anxiety ridden and it's affecting your family and you and your well-being because at the end of the day that's that's you need to be happy and good to raise your child and to be there for your husband yeah you can't pour from an empty cup exactly yeah i would say that's a relationship right now but um there's hope there is hope yeah and there's resources out there i don't know what they are but i'm sure there are you know for her so yeah, hopefully she can get the the help she needs. Yeah. So, but one thing, don't promise things in exchange for rehab and things like that too. I made that mistake. Like, oh, if you oh if you get me this, then I can do that. And don't do that. Don't barter. 
good think, words i think yeah. good good advice especially since you've literally been through that like almost yeah. exact situation both of these were hit pretty close to home for us and we just yeah. like picked them randomly so that's kind of yeah yes <laughs> yeah that was cool but hopefully like it helped give some hopefully we helped with a little bit of advice but if you guys want to submit any of your um stories like this or questions we have um our email always in the description box or you can direct message us on instagram that's how we fit, got all those right mm-hmm. yeah these are all um, from instagram thanks for listening guys if, yes. and uh, if you're watching on youtube we are also on apple Podcasts, spotify all of those things if you just want to like listen in your car or with headphones and don't want to do the whole youtube thing um and if you're listening on spotify or whatnot and you want to see our beautiful faces <laughs> um we uh, are also on youtube yeah and if any of this you think will help anybody else don't forget to share as well yeah absolutely and if you have any ideas for uh special guests on here we are kind of starting to like get our feet wet with having guests on the podcast so leave any ideas below anything that's close to your heart or that you would like to see or whatever. I mean, we'll do it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So thanks for watching guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.